1: Driving away while I watch them ride with my dreams Away to the summer sunset On a holy night on a lone black road All the tears I find Sixteen cabbages Driving away while I watch them ride with my dreams Away to the summer sunset straight had to leave my home at an early age i saw mama praying i saw daddy grind all the tender problems had to leave behind it's been empty summers and i'm not in my bed on the back of the bus in a bunk with the band going so hard gotta choose myself underpaid and overwhelmed i might cook clean but still won't fall still working on my life you know only god knows only god knows only god knows I'ma my kids, oh ma
3: What's up, y'all? Let's start the day with a copyright strike. I do not own the rights to that music. So everybody's been talking about this new Beyonce song, and I was like, let me play it. Let me play it. And I... It sounds like everything Beyonce has done is slow, except for it has a country twang to it. Dare you say that Beyonce is just a country girl? I mean, she is from Houston, so... All her music has sounded like that. Um, Everybody has dissected and broke this stuff down. Talking about, you know, her growing up fast. Her having to work. Um, She talked about her... A lot of people think she's talking about retiring. Or, you know, I don't know. I mean, she'd be willfully right to do so. She's freaking rich. She'd never have to work again. And every year when you think Beyonce is retiring, she doesn't. But... She would be right to do so. Um, her fans are going to make sure that song blow up, baby. That's why I'm listening to it. Because uh, they were, like, calling this country radio station. Because if they wouldn't play it at first. And then her fans just swarmed the radio station. So, yeah. That is Beyonce's new song, 16 Characters. I listened to the other one. And, um... I mean, it, was, it definitely sounded like a, a country song. But... Whatever that means, right? A Californian couple married who married 20 years ago during San Francisco's winter of love got a chance to reconnect with their officiant who is now the Vice President of the United States. A Houston-based company is set to launch a spacecraft to the moon early Wednesday in a bid to become the first to land a commercially built probe on the lunar surface actor Selma Blair apologizes for what she said was a mistake in her judgment after comments condemned as Islamophobic went viral let's solve that apology in court papers filed late Monday however prosecutors allege that the Nadine Menendez told a false cover story to a jeweler claiming that the gold had come from her deceased mother oh so Menendez's wife said those gold bars they had came from my mom Ten people, including at least two children, were injured when a car crashed into an Austin, Texas hospital. Um, People who test positive for COVID should still isolate for five days, according to the CDC, even though many Americans are already ignoring the policy. Is it Americans or is it our jobs as well? Um, Democrat Tom Susie wins special election for New York. So he's taking George Santos's job. Four people, including a minor, are dead and two suspects are in custody after a series of seemingly random late night shootings on the streets of southeast L.A. To live and die in L.A. New wave of bills targeting libraries is that's our Democracy American Library Association warns. A rock climber known in that California climbing community has been convicted of sexually assaulting a woman in the Yosemite National Park in 2016. I always wonder about that when those women go there by themselves. Jared Kushner says he would not join a second Trump administration. Yeah, if he wants to stay free. He barely escaped the last one. Uh, State Judge Arthur, whatever, presided over the $370 million silver fry case against Trump, Donald Trump and his company, is expected to issue his verdict on the trial by this week. Democrats win a state house special election in Pennsylvania Katy Perry says she's leaving American Idol after seven seasons I don't even know this show still come on because I do not watch the show it gives me no interest whatsoever the whereabouts of a prominent Venezuelan human rights attorney along with her daughter and ex-husband are unknown after they were detained at an airport wow US is going to impeach Secretary Alejandro Maywok, whatever his name, over his handling of the border. They're impeaching that dude. Judge dismisses part of a lawsuit brought by comedian Sarah Silverman, Mike Enchovin, and, and some other people against open AI over its alleged use of their books to train large language model underlying its popular chatbot, ChatGPT. Alright. see what else I got for you kitties today. <clears throat> this is the last day we about to be on this app, y'all, because it's Lent. So read it up. This is something that I don't know you could do with a hammer. me try this and then I put a hole in the wall. So supposedly you can put a nail in the claw end and it goes into the wall perfectly. I'm gonna try it, but watch me put a hole in the wall. I don't know if this mother was tired, but yeah, this is what she did with this pot that was on fire. We in here trying to
4: open up Christmas presents and we got a whole fire going.
3: You going to smoke I don't know. You are the one putting water? Mama! Mama! What you burn, girl? How many videos do you know that you do not put water on grease fires? I mean, day in the kitchen, nobody could grab the, fl- the flour, eh, something. The practice of sterilizing poor black women by a hysterectomy without their knowledge or consent was called Mississippi appendectomies. Attending uh, physicians were paid, their residents received surgical practices by performing these procedures. Freedom fighter Fannie Lou Hamer went into Sunflower County, Mississippi Hospital for what she was told was the removal of a cyst. She left without a wound. This happened throughout the late 60s and early 70s as black people fought for civil rights and economic empowerment. A course case filed by the SPLC on behalf of the 12 and 14-year-old Ralph sisters found that during this period, hundreds of thousands of poor black women and girls had been sterilized using government funds. Following the sterilization by hysterectomy of a 16-year-old Chicago girl who was removed from her father's care and made a ward of the state, which approved the procedure for uh, specious claims of cervical cancer, Emma Jones charged the state of Illinois with genocides. Ralph uh, v. Wingberg in 1974, the Southern Poverty Law Center filed a lawsuit on behalf of the Ralph sisters and exposed their widespread sterilization abuse funded by the federal government and practiced for decades. The district court found that estimated 100,000 to 150,000 poor people were sterilized annually under federally funded programs. Countless others were forced to agree to be sterilized. In decades, doctors threatened to terminate their welfare benefits unless they consented to the procedure very sad so ed minson a millionaire he gives three survivors of the tulsa race massacre a million dollar donations each as reparations because the city has refused to give them a dime which is crazy but kudos to him for doing that The Congo is silently going through a silent genocide. Millions of people are being killed so that the Western world can benefit from natural resources. More than 60% of the world's cobalt reserves are found in Congo using the production of smartphones. This guy, and I agree with him, because Chick fil A, why y'all playing with people's biscuits for Valentine's Day?
5: Bitch, I don't give a fuck about Shitful A count y'all motherfucking day. Y'all gonna take a piece of my
6: motherfucking biscuit to make a motherfucking heart? Bitch, I don't give a fuck about no Valentine Day. I want my piece of biscuit, then
3: we're gonna write down. I know that's right. Cause how y'all gonna do that? Y'all need to at least put a whole biscuit in the bag or two hearts because y'all too expensive to play games like this. So this girl was dancing at the Super Bowl and roller skating on Usher's uh, stage, and she got a black eye and a broken arm. Did you know that the entire Manhattan Village owned by black people was destroyed to build Central Park? The community was called Seneca Village. It spanned over 82nd Street to 89th Street, successful black communities and towns. <clears throat> it was founded by Frank Byer and Ella Louise McGunder and it was the first black town in New Mexico. I hate when I say Mexico. Mexico. It was a safe haven for our people. It had a population of 300 residents in 1908. In 1999, 1919, the town struck oil the residents then created the black the black oil company and they became set for generations of wealth but tragedy stuck to the town suffered a drought and became uninhabitable families left and then by the end of the world war one it was essentially a ghost town uh Freedmen's village in virginia a place for freedmen women and children the u.s government established the the Freedmen's Village in May 19, 1863, it was created to address the rising number of Black Americans who escaped slavery in the South. and Civil War. Freedmen's Village goal was to house, train, and educate women and their children for food, drive, training, and etc. Greenwood Tulsa Massacre, Ottawa Gurley created the Black Wall Street and affluent black community in Greenwood Tulsa. In 1906, Gurley purchased over 40 acres of land exclusively known as colored to Colors Only in Tulsa. He created an economically independent black township. Here's some footage of Black Wall Street.
2: A remarkable Baptist pastor named Solomon Sir Jones is the pioneering filmmaker. His footage was lost for more than 50 years. Jones captures the bustling life of Greenwood, which could be any American small town.
3: What a time. All right. See what else we got here i think we're caught up so guess what like i said it is lint so this is what's gonna happen to this app it is getting uninstalled it's lint no more x app it's almost it's almost like therapeutic when i get rid of these apps during Lent. it's like one down one more to go um i don't know when it's gonna go away but It'll be going away soon. I just said uninstall. Go go away. Disappear. Okay. Yeah, it's gone. I think I might have deleted something else too. I uninstalled TikTok, which that has to go too, but there were my story times. But luckily, I did download some. I downloaded some story times, but I literally prematurely whatever. They're all gone. It's today. It's Lent is starting. So this is it for y'all um and i'm kind of relieved i love getting i love getting rid of this stuff for a break beyonce supports nephews jules runway debut jules was walking the runway he was taking some big strides too baby class action lawsuit alleges amazon deceives subscribers with a new prime video ad plan oh let me see what they did it's facing a legal battle in a lawsuit that alleges the company is promised promise subscriber by charging him an additional fare to stream movies and tv shows without ads <clears throat> the proposed claim class action lawsuit was filed friday in california federal court claiming breach of contract and violations of state consumer protection laws for those who saw the terms of their subscription with the platform change when it switched to making its ads the default for over 100 million subscribers last year amazon announced plans to turn on ads for its prime Video subscriber as a result it just it it did just that last month instantly showing ads but to bypass users had the option to pay an additional $2.99 per month <clears throat> amazon should not have done that and i hope we win before that Florida bill proposes a ban on under 21 workers working in adult entertainment venues I would agree with that what is the silliest reason you didn't date someone we had one charger at the moment and I needed to charge badly her phone was on 88% mine was 3% she asked me to wait a little bit so her phone gets to 100% that was all I needed to know somebody said now she's 100% single they're saying that Taylor Swift had Kanye West kicked out of the Super Bowl for buying a seat in front of her according to Brandon Marshall Kanye does like to be the ultimate troll if Taylor got cloud, I would not doubt it but I'm glad it didn't happen and Taylor Swift is already distracting enough that'd be all they would be talking about but one thing about Kanye he's all about marketing Let's see what else we got here y'all yeah we talked about that helicopter crash it's also it was also a fat Tuesday yesterday Mardi Gras So, and I don't know, so Monique's son, and I have this in my story time too, he, and I don't know if I still got this video of this, but he said that Monique really wasn't there for him or something. I really haven't watched it. I'll have to, here it is right here.
5: To address the uh, Club shit interview that she did where she states that she prays to the universe in regards to reconciling our relationship, as I stated, um, is and I both know that that is a very false narrative and I would like to free her of having to continue telling that lie. Faith without work is dead and neither one of us cares to put forth any effort to reconcile with the other. Uh, We are separate, as she put it, because she doesn't care to be my mother any more than I care to be her son. Neither one of us uh, has had the desire to reach out to the other in a very long time and I don't think that either of us anticipates that feeling ever returning. Speaking with my mother directly, in my experience, will either lead to some odd newfound moment of clarity in regards to how she was as my mother, or she retreats back to daddy to move forward with the conversation. And I'm tired of hearing my mother's truths. Um, but uh, to address the uh, Club Cheshire interview that she did, where she states is she prays to the... News flash, I'm not sure if people know, but stand, standing in your truth doesn't make you noble. Um, I'm not sure if people are aware of that. Uh, but responding this way, I feel as though it allows me to say my piece uninterrupted um, to those wondering, well, why say something now? You call it a form of therapy for me, I suppose. Um, but when her daddy had intentionally state, stated that... They have three sons, but his wife is on the internet talking about the fourth son in a video that has millions of views. That rubbed me the wrong way. Um, But anyway, to inform a child that you are not interested in being a mother at a time when that kid is the only kid that has the potential to lead a child to believe that you are not interested in them specifically newsflash i'm not sure if people know but staying standing in your Uh, but to take it a step further you also admit my mother had also admitted to me that she didn't do the best job that she could do um Which would also make one begin to question, you know, all of your past decisions and prior emotional interactions, but to be completely honest and fair, um, you know, those were things that I was willing to get over, you know, nobody's perfect, we're all human, but my mother showed a clear lack of humility, compassion, and consideration when taking any level of accountability for those things. Um, my mother does a fantastic job of acknowledging a lot of things but she doesn't take accountability very well and anything that she may take true accountability forwards only at her convenience uh, in my experience um but if i had to guess though her interest in being a mother probably started i uh, to take it a step further <clears throat> around the time that she married her daddy and had his children um but that interest you know obviously seemed one-sided and as it should have been um by that time I'm in my late teens so to some degree the (laughs) excuse me the neglect becomes easier to hide or validate I guess you could say there are now two baby boys in the house you know that require attention um but still during that time however I still watched her enjoy the love and admiration of total strangers more than my own Uh, To this very day, my mother has never expressed to me when, if ever, um, she became interested in me as her son. That did lead me down a path of questioning my self-worth and struggling to understand the value of a mother in a child's life. In the interview, she also states that she gave me an apology. But an apology to a son from a mother that consciously showed no interest in him holds around the time that she married her daddy and had a weight um there are still women to this day uh that my mother will give credit to for being more of a mother to me than she ever could her assistant my cousin being one of them um every time though that my mother would state that she was right here whenever i was ready um that ideology still blows my mind today that a person could openly admit to being an uninterested, not put my best foot forward type of parent and be so self-centered that they still express to the kid, you have to come to me when you're ready. You got to come to me for us to make this right. <laughs> okay um, but I, I'm not sure what my mother could possibly think that she has shown me in the past or have for me now that's not money goodness gracious that would make me want to come to her or, or whatever, that, whatever those feelings was await um, there are still women to this day uh, that my mother will give credit to for being more of a mother to me than she ever could her assistant my cousin to be. Um, a mother is supposed to be the first woman that a boy falls in love with. Uh, I loved my mother very much, uh, but my mother loved things more than she loved me. And she would validate her love for me by giving me things and would proceed to call me ungrateful or inconsiderate if said things did not have the desired effect. Um, I couldn't imagine what it's like to be her, though, uh, to ask God for what you want. And then he gives you what you need, though, only for you to ignore it and have the audacity to ask God for something else. And um, I'm glad I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that. Um, and when he told you no, uh, you went to the universe instead. Um, by no means, though, do I want to give off any type of an impression that I am a victim of of anything. Um, that is not the case. As you can see, I'm smiling from ear-to-ear, i to, ear, uh, to be. Um, um, I'm alive, I'm happy, I'm a dad, um, I'm healthy, I think. <laughs> I drink a lot of water, I'm getting over a cold now. Um, you know, I still have my days just like everybody else. And, you know, there were a few things that she did teach me along the way. Uh, I did learn how not to love from my mother. Um, I also learned to make sure that I never lose so much of who I am, that I have to validate it through another person. Um, and though i feel as though you know in hindsight you know i think she did it reluctantly i do appreciate my mother you know for showing me what the top of the mountain looks like you know what i'm saying it did give me perspective on what hard work and dedication can get you but i don't want something like that at the cost of giving up something that i created i don't want i don't want it that bad and speaking of creations i Genuinely, truly, I really did want my mother to have a relationship with my daughter. Um, I even thought um I'm alive, I'm happy through those intrusive thoughts that were if she wasn't interested in you, what makes you think she's gonna be interested in your kid? Um But it took my mother no time at all to prove that those intrusive thoughts were correct. Um, but what I can say, good for her, the universe did uh you know bless her with three other sons bless her with three other sons and god willing um you know I'm sure that one of them all three of them are adults now so I'm sure that all you know one of them god willing if not all three of them will make her the grandmother that she wants to be um I look for I still look forward you know to that moment for her um but overall when it comes to the boys though uh, I am happy that whenever they do hear me talk, sorry, my phone does something. They can't relate to what it is that I'm saying. My experience with my mother is not their experience um, with our mother. Uh, so my prayer for her and them is that they continue to see her the way that they see her now. Um, I do also want to make sure that I say thank you to my mother for giving me life. Without that moment in time, I wouldn't have had my little one. But outside of that moment, there isn't anything that either of us, that either of us has to offer the other. Um, in my opinion, it's a waste of God's time and the universe's time for praying for something that you were not willing to put forth any effort to obtain. Uh, putting the work into becoming Monique is more important to my mother than being my mother, and I do not believe that it was—it was never about her being there and waiting for me, but it was supposed to be about me being there and waiting for her. Um, My mother's value had reached such a low point in my life that I no longer found it necessary to either want to wait for her or even go to her. Um, But like I said, man, I'm super grateful that she has the opportunity. They can't relate to what it is that I'm saying. Time around.
3: All right, let's hear Monique's rebuttal. Your father, where you spoke
2: ill to him, not to mention spoke ill to your mother, But somehow your mother and father and I all have a loving relationship and communicate back and forth because of the love that we have for you. The one thing these individuals and to the individuals out here that oftentimes speak after they've heard one side of the story, there's an old saying, believe half of what you see and none of what it is that you hear. Please don't take our word for it. But what we will convey is this those who are parents and have raised their parents up to being adults children raise their children up to being adults right on (laughs) (laughs) those who are parents that raise their children into adulthood know that there comes a time and a place in which they determine their own decisions their own path you can have multiple children's that multiple children that are raised in one house but they act and they take on different things. The reason why it was so important for us to entertain these conversations that we typically have privately or that we're influenced to have privately amongst the people in our community is because we need to stop being embarrassed about being human beings and about being black human beings. You will oftentimes hear us saying, we are embarrassing ourselves in front of them. Who is them? Who are they? Because when you hear someone articulate these things, that is the slave's mentality. It makes us believe that we as black people need to conduct ourselves with dignity because white people are watching. You should conduct yourself with dignity because the spirit of you is watching. Come on. But we need to have these conversations out loud and taboo because we have a finite period of time together here on this earth. You will travel through infinity with the spirit that you have all alone. And you will not remember the ridicule that you receive, but you will be judging yourself. You will be t- determining for the rest of your life which way that you go as you have thus far. So, this conversation is about speaking directly to what situations are. And many people, oftentimes, when they are. Uh, presented with an issue they stay quiet they hide they disappear and what we're saying is that's not who we are because what you cannot do is you cannot trick an honest person come on you can demean you can say whatever you want to say about them negatively but what will happen is truth has a way of standing the test of time i i i forgot to have my my phone to read the last text message that I gave to you, Shalom, where I told you about the understanding of how you are speaking to a woman and how you as a man and how you perceive things may be completely different from how your wife, how your mother, how your sister, How your daughter will look at things and when you learn how to communicate a little bit better then things happen a little bit better because of the challenges that this young brother has had with mental illness so we're communicating that out loud to speak to our community to say listen y'all if we have more public conversations There will be less private angst. Come on. There will be less private issues that we carry on because we're afraid to communicate in front of white folks.
6: So
4: when we get to a place where you want to be free, you will stop being scared to say what's real. You'll stop being fearful of having conversations that normally take place in private, and nobody
2: ever really knows the outcome you have with
3: your father with um i mean to me this is all family business um it's very sad i as much as he says he's good without his mom you can tell he's not who would be good without their mom and me being a mother i can understand all sides because when you are when you have the price of fame, or you're chasing money, or it is at the sacrifice of your family. I mean, I'm by far not rich, but I've known that when I've tried to achieve things and I had to work extra hours or do this or do that, I had it had came at the expense of my children. Now, I know that there's a limit that I would have to where I would not be willing to, to sacrifice, and I can only imagine what Monique has sacrificed along the way to get to where she is and it's unfortunate it's unfortunate all around and parents are absolutely not perfect uh you know sometimes you have to love people for where they are you can't and love them and leave them where they are and I think for the best of them both of them all parties included that's what's most healthy is maybe one day somebody will not be prideful and let go of resentment and Right now you can just tell the resentment is thick on all sides and it would not, it would not be beneficial for anybody if any of them reconciled, honestly, especially when you bring the internet into the chat, cause then everybody got an opinion of it all. Uh, that was a really, really long actually, but let's delete this app number app, another app gone for Lent, ta-ta alright let's go and see what Reddits are about now Reddit will stay, cause I don't consider Reddit social media, y'all stay what y'all want but it ain't, it's a bunch of reading that I gotta find no videos and likes and clicks so that's just me I do keep Reddit around because y'all need some kind of gossip to talk about um, what's an everyday item that has hidden the feature most people don't know about? I Don't know what sex kink was a partner ashamed to admit to you, but you ended up being even more into it than your partner. I don't even want to know that. What's a fact you learned way too late in life that blew your mind? What. Storing berries in glass jars makes them last exceptionally longer. Helium is mined from the ground. I used to think that having facts and luggages on your side would automatically convince someone that the argument, but yeah, it doesn't matter. Some people are convinced to believe what they want. That I like someone does not mean they like me. You will face scrutiny and hatred regardless of what you decide to do. Yeah. You can buy a cake anytime. It doesn't have to be for a birthday. Nobody checks. Very true. BIT stands for binary digit. I think I knew that, but it's been so long. Nothing in life is pure black and white. Everything is certain shades of gray. Yeah, that was one thing I learned, too, that blind people actually don't see darkness. They almost, they see shades of like they do see some whites and grays, it's not like pitch black paprika comes from peppers these questions just be so crazy what is the best thing to say if you walk in on your significant other cheating on you yeah, this is perfect for Valentine's Day my brother was out to dinner with his girlfriend when a big dude grabbed him by the lapels hauled him out of the seat and asked him what was he doing with this girlfriend bro was like i've been dating this girl for six months dude was like i've been with her for three years bro looked at her when he when she didn't deny it, he turned to the big guy and said my bad man you got seniority and walked away still the oddest cheating story ever I walked in on this. Girlfriend looked panic The guy looked smug. That's what stood out to me. Just smirking at me and looking smug. I said she's your problem now and walked out. They dated for three years and got engaged. A couple of weeks before their wedding, my sister who was friends with my ex sister texted me to let me know the wedding was off because my ex had slept with the groom's brother. Apparently Cheater Boy got back from his bachelor party early and walked in on them. She's got a she's got it, a thing she likes to do she likes to get around She's dropping off birthday flowers to her house so she see them on the table when she got home she was banging her ex-boyfriend on the on that said table and just said dang all i brought was her <laughs> bought was her her was flowers i sat that down took her key out the ring and went back to work you did all that Turn to a person you're cheating with and say, you can do so much better. <laughs> Did she at least mention her harpies? That'd be crazy. What's one life hack that should be illegal to know? Let me know because I love life hacks. If a coworker has called in sick and you can then you can also call in sick later in the week and just claim you have the same thing. <laughs> True. <laughs> Mention jury nullification and you won't get chosen for jury duty. Website screenshots are easy to fake. Just use inspect element and make the site say whatever you want the ducks at the park are free you can take them home (laughs) you're right if you leave the country and don't tell anyone where you're going it is impossible for your creditors to pursue the debt in many jurisdictions the debt is unenforceable after 5 years so you can even return after 5 years you must really owe a lot of money if you ain't telling nobody where you went and you just disappeared for 5 years but I feel you though All right, let's get into what I downloaded for my story time since I prematurely deleted TikTok, but that's fine. It it had to go. All right, let's go, y'all.
4: Okay, so things that my pathologically lying ex-husband lied about. Backstory. I'm going to try to get as much of this as I can into this video Um, because I hate when people say follow for part two, Um, but I'm going to try. All right, backstory number one. We met in March of 2020. Georgia got shut down, locked down um, two and a half weeks later. We got married January of 2021, and we were divorced August of 2021. So keep in mind that this story is spanning March of 2020 until about April... Uh, actually, excuse me, June of 2021, because I kicked him out of the house on his birthday. So... Um, We met online, Facebook dating and Hinge. I will never do online dating again, um, but that is where I met him. My tire blew on 285, just before Boulder Crest, um, (laughs) on my way to our first date. Clearly, that was a sign. I didn't listen. But my tire blew, and he met me at a gas station. Uh, We were supposed to be meeting at Cheesecake Factory, but because the tire blew, he met me at a gas station, fixed my tire, then took me to go get another tire, paid for it, and I just thought, oh my God, this is the beginning of a beautiful, romantic story. Boy, was I wrong. So, things he lied about. Every morning, he would get on the phone with his brother. We'll call his brother John. He would get on the phone with John, and he would be like, hey, babe, um, John said, good morning, and I'm in the bathroom doing my hair, because I still had to go to work at this time, and so I would just say, hey, John, you know, call out, hey, John, and, you know, he would he would relay back and forth what I said to John, what John said to me, I never actually talked to John on the phone, um, and so he would be like, you know, I can't wait for COVID to be over, me and my girl, we're going to come to see y'all, I can't wait for auntie to meet her, Side note, his parents were deceased. Are deceased, excuse me. um So he was like, I can't wait for you guys to meet her. Like, she, I know I'm gonna marry her. I know it. He said everything I want to hear. Love bombing 101. This man wrote the book. So he talked to his brother every day, he talked to his friends every day in front of me. Um, He would be on the phone laughing, cutting up, you know, cracking jokes, telling them, hey, she said, hey, you know, um, just having conversation like a normal conversation. I didn't think anything of it. It wasn't until he got kicked out of my house in June of 2021 that I found out every single phone call was made up. He was never on the phone. I don't know. Those of you who are watching, you're probably like, there's no way. Listen to what I'm saying. Everything I'm telling you can be verified. Every single phone call he ever had um, was made up. The phone calls where he called to pay his car off, made up. The phone call to the realtor when we were looking at houses, made up. The phone call to the bank for them to release the money for the house that he signed his name for made up. Every phone call was made up. His brother, every day, he and his brother had not spoken since 2015 when his mother died. I found that out later on. He made up every phone call. He had no friends, but yet every phone call would be, my friend this, my friend that. The second lie, his job. He told me when I first met him, out the gate, that he was a VP at his company. He had been transferred from California to Georgia, and he was in the process of, you know, getting getting himself settled. He was looking to buy a house. His job um, was VP of a major condiment company. I won't say the name because I don't want to get sued. Um, but he said that his job was VP at that company. It is fair to note he paid every bill. He paid all the bills, he gave me spending money like even though we were quarantined locked down in my little townhouse again the story was always he's looking for he's, he's trying to buy a house so when we got together it was we need to buy a house together like this is forever we're gonna have a family let's go ahead and find a house so the lie was is that he was a he was a VP at his company um, and he maintained that lie every day truth is he was a temp he called me from work all the time i may have to make a different video to explain how he was able to lie with the work stuff so he would call me and he would pretend to reprimand employees who couldn't see that he had a bluetooth thing in his ear he would pretend to reprimand them in front of me He would pretend to take phone calls from the company president who needed his help on something. He forged emails that he showed me from the company president asking him, you know, we need to get this up and running. We need to do this project. We need to do that. Um, It is scary how brilliant he was and how much energy he put into the lie. But he was a temp, he was a temp forklift driver. There's nothing wrong with a forklift driver, but he was pretending to be a VP. Third lie, housing. He told me he was looking to buy a house. We got together and we started looking at houses. I found a beautiful five bedroom, six bath house in Smyrna, Georgia that was gorgeous. It was was, um, brand new construction build. And I love the house. The house was listed for $699,000. He showed me paperwork from Chase Bank saying that he was approved for a mortgage for $750,000. Yeah. I watched as he put in an all-cash offer on this $699,000 house. I watched him sign his name to a legally binding document for an all-cash offer. The reason why the house fell through was because the builder did not want to finish the basement. We were requesting that the basement get finished. He did not want to, so he declined our offer and took the offer of another couple who didn't need the basement finished. That's the only reason why that house fell through. I see now where God's grace protected me because, well, it really protected him because legally I was not his wife. So I was not on the mortgage for that home. So third lie had to do with housing. Fourth lie had to do with um, the baby. So I got pregnant, lost the baby. I was sad at the time. I am not anymore, Um, but lost the baby, had to have a DNC. When I was in the hospital, the doctor called him to let him know you know she's she'll be discharged because again this is COVID so you could not go in the hospital at the time when I had the surgery so the doctor called him and said you know she's going to be released in an hour and a half he pretended to be his own executive assistant and so he said you know Mr. James is in a board meeting but I'm his executive assistant David how can I help you You can let me know what's going on. Obviously, the doctor wouldn't do that. So she just said, you know, please let him know that Miss so-and-so will be ready for pickup in an hour and a half. He told the doctor um, he's in a board meeting until about um, for, for about another 30 minutes and then he'll be on his way. I should have only been in the hospital for an hour and a half. I was there for three hours because, again, he was a temp forklift driver, so he couldn't get off work but I didn't know that at the time. So those are just some of the things that my pathological lying ex-husband did. There's so much more. I have severe PTSD. And I know it's my fault. I know that I did not trust myself. I did not I did not pay attention to the United Nations of red flags. I did not pray, and I am paying the consequences for that. So there's nothing anyone can say to me. Girl, you was dumb. I was, I was desperate. I wanted to be married. I wanted, a, I wanted a family and I thought it was my turn. And instead I, I got pulled into something my brain could not even comprehend. And guess what guys, what I just told you, it's only 5% of the story. So yeah, let me know if anybody knows somebody at Lifetime. And also, um, if any of you got any sort of gift cards for Stella Rosa Black, I'll take those as well. That's my story.
3: Her brain can fathom, my brain can fathom. That man needs to be committed. You need to be telling people who he is so people will stay away from him.
0: 14th, 1995, 13 year old Thaddeus Phillips moved into the city of Baraboo, Wisconsin. Two weeks later, he was laying on his neighbor's bed with almost every bone in his body fractured or crushed, as he had become the latest victim of the bone breaker. And what did
3: your foot look like? Bad foot. He enjoyed breaking bones. He enjoyed the sound of breaking bones.
2: need hands.
3: Facing up to the accent. <laughs> There were three sheets of paper. There were three lists. One was called Get to Know. Uh, one was called Can Wait. And one was called Leg Thing. I'm
2: call this kid. If you kid that, he's an elephant, I like you. Both his legs are broken, head and ankles. He was so calm and collected that I felt he was playing a prank. Better not be a joke. that's how
5: I got your head. No.
2: If somebody was
0: kept in this closet. Uh, I can't believe the kid busted out of there. I can't believe he's still alive. 13-year-old Dad Phillips, kidnapped, tortured, and left for dead, was the last victim of the infamous Baraboo Bonebreaker.
2: The bone is being bent this way, and that's what we see here, but to a much greater degree
0: killing a young boy every summer in the worst way possible the killer terrorized the small community for years we all started to feel that i don't know how else to explain it it was just a, a sense of evil for almost 50 hours thad phillips survived on his own against the bone in one moment his whole world changes and then we unleash the monster when thad learned that he wasn't his first victim he knew he had to find a way out a way back to his family and in doing so make sure that he would be his last
2: that is a pretty straightforward kid and he didn't want to die so he was willing to do what it would take
0: in the rural town of Baraboo Wisconsin after the 4th of July celebration 14 year old Christian Steiner went to bed early around 10 p.m. his father took a minute to check on him and he was sleeping in his bed but the following day Chris was nowhere to be found his parents fearing something might have happened to him contacted the police their initial thought was that he probably snuck out as it was the fourth of july weekend after all but after they noticed that the usually locked patio door was left open a detective was sent to investigate their house within minutes he spotted more signs of foul play like the screen from chris's window being cut up on top of that there were muddy footprints in and outside the house of a shoe size bigger than what chris wore but without any other leads, the hours turned into days until the 10th of July, when the police made a grim discovery. Um, we found a body floating, partially submerged. It was immediately apparent that the, the body was in very poor condition. It um, was an advanced state of decomposition. The pathologist told us that he was ruling a death by drowning, and the manner of the death he was leaving as undetermined at that point.
3: That's crazy, man the fact that that boy had a will to survive hey y'all it's your girl Millie Chun and I have
6: a Gail Lewis update and it comes from the Chronicle Speaks I will be speaking to what she had said on her page you can definitely go over there and listen to all of it but I'm here to give you just a little quick synopsis let's get into it so we met Gail at the top of the year She called to see if her husband's plane had landed. She found out that not only had his plane landed, but he had a woman on the plane next to him that landed with him. Right. So she confronted him. He eventually said yes. And here we are today. So now we find out that Gail sent a letter to Harold's job. Right. She said in a letter that she is his estranged wife. He has chosen to uh, take care of his mistress, fiance, and she is in her right by informing them of his integrity and his character. She went on to say that he has left her financially stranded and he wants her removed from the home. And she is only contacting them because they will be subpoenaed right, for trips to Europe, islands, Colorado, and all over the place that's crazy in itself but let's really get into it oh my goodness so gail's last video was basically her saying that she really couldn't talk about anything anymore right because now she's kind of on a gag order and if she does say anything she could be held in contempt of court that's what's happening right now with gail and that's why she came out with that last video Y'all remember when Gail told us that she put Harold on her American Express as an authorized user, right? And she never really checked the bill because he paid the bill. She would look at little stuff that she had bought, but she didn't check the bill, right? She said that in one of her videos. But what Gail has since found out is that Sabrina was using the card to pay her rent up towards in more than $70,000. $70,000 on her American Express bill. Harold was paying this woman's rent. I'm going to say allegedly because I don't have the paperwork, but she does over there on Chronicle Speaks. So then y'all know like, when Candy put Gail on her live, and then we all went crazy and said, oh my God, Gail is going to be on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Candy's going to have a storyline now, because Gail is a true Real Housewives of Atlanta. But that's not where the That's not even where it started, child. It started with Harold telling Sabrina that that is all Gail felt like that she could do due to the fact she doesn't work at 56. Hold on. So there was a text message before this one, and it was Gail talking to Harold about she's going to turn over or put out evidence if he doesn't do something, right? I'm paraphrasing. Child, but this is a text message. From Gail to Harold. I mean, what is really feasible? Your attorney wants to know if I'm looking for work at 56. The only job I qualify for at my age is a real housewife of Atlanta cast member. I have no savings, no retirement. Hold on. She went on to talk about her pension, how much it is for a month. She said, I never worried about it because I trusted you and I never imagined I would be in this position. Child... So let's get into Harold's response. I got you. If you stay in the house, I pay mortgage, taxes, insurance, association fees, lease the spur in your name. I gotta go look and see what a spur is. Keep your hawks and falcon tickets. I'll give you fifteen k a month, five thousand in cash, and ten thousand on the card. Now, you do understand that they're talking about the American Express allegedly. I'm assuming that Sabrina has been using to pay her rent. Absolutely, you're going to pay on this American Express card. Then he says he's in process of getting additional $1 million life on top of the 500 k Car insurance, you can charge your health insurance on the card. At the end of seven years, you can sell the house, and we can agree to equity split. I have no assets other than that. Like, Harold is helping her to understand I'm not coming back. And this is the best solution I can give you. This is crazy. So in September of 2023, Gail finds out that Harold has made Sabrina, his fiance, 50% beneficiary, and Gail, his current wife, who's separated from, she's 50% beneficiary. Let me say that again. His life insurance policy is split between his wife and his mistress. Both of them have 50% ownership. They're both beneficiaries. Now, the paperwork that was filed, he's not supposed